Welcome everybody to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. Please give a round of applause for yourselves. Because in a world full of haters, you can only be greater. I am your host, your boy, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges, never needed an a.k.a. And then together, that would make us... The brother. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It's another beautiful Thursday. You know what time it is. Oh, oh man. So how y'all enjoying y'all week? How you enjoying your week, brother? I've been doing pretty good. You know, uh, Celtics done lost. That makes me feel good. <laughs> and, um, you know, everything is going good. Yeah. Finally stopped raining after yeah. 17 days of... Yeah. of, of, of yeah. Just complete the bottom. I was going to flood on us right now. So I believe I'm feeling well now. Yeah. How about yourself? I am doing better now. You know, I got to get, get the side hustles popping right now. Right, you know, right, trying right. to get this little extra money. As um, always. As always. I'm actually, we do got a big, big, big thing. We got a shout out today, but let's get to that part. We got a little something we'd like to call Town Hall Business. Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? Like I always do, man. Shout out to all of our affiliates. W-I-A-N in Memphis, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You can catch the brothers. Shout out to UBN. Shout out to Scene Chicago. Shout out to iHeart, iTunes, and all the engines that you can catch these two dudes on. Because we ain't nothing but a Google away now. If you like what we're doing, hit that like button. You love it, hit the share button. And you're really digging it. Don't tell your mom and them because we couldn't be nothing without y'all. What you got, brother? Shout out to our usual suspects. Shout out to our residential DJ JMC. Shout out to our affiliate partners on the Brothers platform. Mr. Reggie Price, what well, I could be wrong, but I doubt it. He's got another episode dropping Tuesday. We waiting. We be sure to check that out. Also, our boy, young boy, Ryan Watkins, we're at my mama's table. He's got his episode dropping Wednesday. Yes, yes. So be sure to check that out. Also... An outside shout out to one of our good fans who's also got a podcast of his own, The Natural Order, Evo Brown. <coughs> shout out to you, brother. And last but not least, I want to shout out us, the brothers. And why white that might be? Because if you don't there. know, Sunday we celebrated our one year birthday. One year of the Brothers Podcast. Didn't see it coming, did you? One whole year we've been doing this already. Man. We've been through a lot of trials and tribulations. We didn't have multiple shows yeah. with having the Brothers. It's interesting. It's really it's interesting that this we've been a year. I'll say something real. What's up? Even if you don't know where you're going, just have faith that you're going to get there. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Faith, there's faith somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so... Are we done with the shots? I'm done. How about We're you? done with our town hall business. So, I would say let's go to the segment we call What's Really Good Out Here. But what's really good out here has been dominated by the most interesting conversation of relations between men and women. Yes, sir. We've had yes, in a while. Sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> and this has something to do with a little bit of a moment that happened earlier this week called Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk, which is starring with the host of Miss Jada Pinkett Smith, her daughter Willow, and their mom. Yes, and yes. Her, her mother. And this week's episode, she had guests, special guests on her show. The, the guests were the women of Curry. <clears throat> you know, the women of Curry, you're talking about Steph Curry's mother. We call her Mama Curry because I don't know her actual name. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife, Aisha Curry. His stepsister who happens to also be married to another NBA athlete or another athlete 
and his actual step other stepsister who happens to be married to her brother. His brother, Seth Curry, who's family on the affair going on. It's the whole thing. It's the whole women's things. Mm-hmm. The point of this, why we're bringing this up, because there was a moment that happened in that show where Steph Curry's wife, Aisha Curry, made a comment about how she wanted to feel appreciated by men, other men. Yes, 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 yes. Is it to say men or other men in general? She said that she wanted to feel like being desired or appreciated by other men. Mm-hmm. While in the middle of a round table discussion on a live Facebook stream or live social media stream, whichever one you want to call it. And it's kind of really torn the, the course social media apart. Like every good social media discussion comes. Every social experiment happens in a big, big discussion. So this is part of another really big social experiment. Exactly. Tell me. Exactly what happened with Steph Curry and Ayesha's situation? Like, what? Why is it that it get to this point? See, a lot of times what people do out here, uh-huh. including y'all, is that y'all will see something on social media, mm-hmm. and because you want to be in the it crowd to say that, hey man, I don't look at that garbage, you throw out the baby with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. So, what happened? That's old school terminology. I've been that, that's a really old, old school, school terminology. Term. Every week I hit something new. Yeah, old terminology. you throw the baby out in the bathwater. I'm going back to Yazoo. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just gonna man. <laughs> but nonetheless, what were we talking about? We was talking about Aisha Curry. Yeah, how did so it got to this point because Aisha Curry went on Red Table Talk with Jada Pickett Smith and her family, mm-hmm. and she said something that was very, very alarming. Why was it alarming? It wasn't because it was Aisha Curry. But it was a microcosm or a sample of something that I believe a lot of men and a lot of women feel about being in a relationship with somebody else. So you know how they say a hit dog holler? That's another one. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. You're just hearing the dog holler throughout everybody, millions of people through social media. Mm-hmm. That's why some of this stuff, I wouldn't say everything, you got to pay a little attention to it because you can learn a major lesson through it. You know, I thought it really interesting because the part of this that makes this, yes, I called it a social experiment for a reason because for the first time, I think in a long time, the people that were arguing this point were women. Right. And the counter arguments were coming from women. Yes. So it was really women going against women on the concept of what exactly is considered the appropriate thing to say when you're dealing with a significant other. So they're going back and forth and back and forth. And I'm just kind of wondering how can women who have been usually so unanimous on things about relationships, especially when it comes to the opposite sex, whether in men, be so divided on this specific thing? Like what? You know what? Let's stop talking like this is a fucking interview. Tell me, my man, what's going on? Like how do you... How did we get to this point? Like, for real? We got to it because we're not wow. real with ourselves, man. We got a lot a lot of underlying issues going on, dealing with relationships, and we try to soak it under the rug. How do you think we got to this point, man? Like, I feel like there's a real lack. Like I said, I always had this argument for It's like, there's a real lack of accountability. Nobody is holding each other accountable when they say shit or do shit like this in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why we have to get to that point. 
where we can't hold each other accountable for anything when you say something. Because let's be realistic. What Aisha said is kind of, it was, let's understand, yes, she's human. Let's be real about this. She's human, yeah, I understand. She's very much so a human a woman, a mother, a wife. She is going to have these feelings. She is going to have these emotions. And she is every way, shape, and form entitled to. Okay. I understand it. Yes. However, she also is kind of aloof in the idea that your comments don't just affect you. Your comments affect another person. Chain reaction. Not just another person, but the person you have committed to spend the rest of your life with. Yes. So when you make a comment like that, it's almost like you're insinuating that that man is not doing his job in the home. You think that's something that he wants to hear now when he's on a roll? And keep in mind, we're talking about Steph Curry. Steph Curry, who is a multi-time NBA champion, star point guard of the Golden State Warriors. He's got franchises. Franchise. He's got he's got sponsorships. Under he's got Armour. yeah. He's got uh, community outreach programs. He's got it all. And it's not like Aisha Curry don't got her own shit. She got her own stuff. They both share kids. They both have three children. Mm-hmm. There, she has her own line of cookware. She has a TV show on the garden. She's got a brand. She's got to monitor herself. So, why would she feel like she got to say that though? Like, I'm, why? I'm going to tell you all why Aisha Curry said this. And trust me, y'all probably have not thought about this. Y'all probably thought okay. about it on the surface level, but y'all have never thought about it like this. This is my... I deal with a lot of relationship astrology. Mm-hmm. I deal with working with people, compatibility. I deal with crazy energy, good energy, bad energy, weird energy. I just deal with energy like every single day. Okay. What I see with her... Y'all ready for this? Oh, Lord. I believe that Aisha Curry is completely and utterly jealous of her husband, Steph Curry. I think, yeah, I think you know what? Yeah, I agree with that. I think she is. The one of but the bigger reasons, one of the bigger reasons why I feel this way is because... As you look at the way that she's been moving before any of this has happened, you got to understand what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a man, Steph Curry, $240 million contract, best shooter in the world, mm-hmm. acclaimed all over the continents. Yes. Then you're dealing with a woman that if you have been checking her behavior, how she just goes about life, she has been trying to get in the limelight since Steph Curry was able to use his stardom in order to spring them into her own cooking shows, into her own books, into all her business endeavors. So one of the things that I've always seen within Aisha Curry dealing with Steph Curry is the fact that Aisha Curry lusts for attention more than anything. It doesn't necessarily got to be relationship tension. It has to be that tension where she is acclaimed, where she gets the, the confident pat on the back, where she is the one that's adored and admired. But what I see is because she has that feeling inside of her, she is in direct competition mm-hmm. with her husband because he has so much of this energy just given to him to hand it to him. What you feel about that, bro? I feel like that's actually valid that she might be jealous 
And I think it's also a need. I think it's also a necessity that she has to crave that level of attention because it is kind of weird because I, there's a lot of arguments going around about attention. Right. Because a lot of women that want, of course, that's, unfortunately, there's a lot of feminists out there. Yeah, I said unfortunately, there's a lot of feminists out there. Um, there's a lot of feminists that have made an interesting point about Aisha Curry's desire to have attention based on the male patriarchy. Right. Which is kind of weird and interesting. But in a way, it made sense because I feel like Aisha Curry's tendency to want to seek attention from men is based on the ideology that she's always based her importance off the impressions of what men think of her. Right. So it's kind of interesting that that guy did that. I feel like I'm not saying that. Actually, I kind of think that's kind of sad, but it's in a way understandable of her feelings in a way. I'll tell you a reason why you know that this is more stemmed towards envy and jealousy than her just wanting to go out there and get ran by the homies. Mm. Because when you actually just look at what she's saying, she's going on, I'm going to call it national syndicated TV, but it's bigger. It's the internet. And she has millions of followers. And she knows that this message can get out. And she also knows that this can critically affect her man's career. The reason why I feel like it's jealousy is because I don't believe that she would have made that comment if she felt like she wanted to be with another man and have that attention. I believe in her mind subconsciously she felt that because this was non-sexual, the feeling that she needed to be adored by people, she could get off at something called the red table talk, which shows the lack of care. It's just completely careless. And actually the young minded approach she has to, to this whole thing, because like my guy said, she's dealing with not just herself. She's dealing with an entire family plus generation of boys that will soon be men that will have to hear about this. Because everything is recorded. We're living in a time capsule called the internet. Yeah. So I believe that it just reared its ugly head in a place where we can be considered to talk a lot. Which is the red table talk. That is a feminine talking point And they can say whatever they feel. Um, you have to understand that this is something that is not abnormal. This is normal for somebody as an alpha male presence in their house. And their woman is trying to get accolades too. To sometimes be in cahoots, mad, envious, jealous, or however you want to say it, with that husband. A lot of times you are sleeping with the enemy and you just don't know it. But because they haven't made their major move yet, you just let it go and be a happily family that got his little daughter sitting on his lap during the press conference. Mm. But I feel it's a lot more insidious than just, ah, oh, man, nobody cares. That was adorable. I don't know why you talk shit about that. that was I could say something about <clears throat> that, too. <clears throat> I, and I'm going to say something about that, too, <clears throat> no, if we're going to keep it real. Let's keep it real. Was it pandering? No, we're not pandering. I am anti-pandering. I never pander. Not so long. They pandering. I'm going to kick in. What you say? I said, were they pandering? What does that mean? I don't necessarily believe they were pandering. Okay. What I believe is, I believe that Aisha Curry and her daughter, and I don't talk about, you know, kids, but when I looked at Aisha Curry's daughter in his hands, and I could see her mother inside of her. And what I saw was a little girl craving attention, wanting to have a spotlight when her father was on one of the biggest stages that he has ever been on. So they have similar astrological energy. Before I even looked at this, I looked up their energy and they have similar astrological uh, energy, Riley and Aisha. And I do believe what you're seeing, even with the... 
even with the daughter, you're seeing someone that takes the cues from their mother, which is to try to take the limelight, try to take the spotlight. Aisha Curry has been on multiple television shows, mm-hmm. multiple cooking shows, multiple book deals, and she has multiple entrepreneur endeavors. Mm-hmm. That may look like black woman magic, but what I don't see I don't see somebody feeding into the goal of that $240 million plan that they got going on called mm-hmm. Stephen Curry. I see a lot of individualistic acts. I see some person that sees like he's adoring his wife. And I see another woman that's going for what she wants. I heard this song one time. It was called, I'm in love with a girl that's in love with the world and all I can do is follow. But if I got millions of people that adore me too, and she wants that, how could we not be in conflict and it come out just saying I want male attention? She wants more than male attention. She needs a ego boost of all ego boosts. But I, the, is that really fair though? But None of that like, shit is I'm fair. Like, no, I'm saying, but are we trying to really... Life ain't fair, bro. Are we really trying to like put the blame... Are we really trying to categorize a child? She is still a child in a way. I'm not like, talking that about fair? I'm not talking about the child. I know what I'm saying. Like, what I'm talking about is the behavior. The behavior, yeah. Okay. But it also is to say it's just a child, though. It's child children do shit they don't even know what they're doing at the time. Bro, just like I'm an astrologist. So one thing that I do know is you were born with the energy that you will have for the rest of your life, whether you are three or thirty. So even though you are doing that, you're only indicative of what you're going to refine as you get older. Okay, so I wouldn't take what she was doing as just being kid shit. I would really seriously look at it and understand that this can be indicative of what's going on in the household Mm -hmm. as far as the dynamics of mother and husband. I would really because a lot of times if you anybody deal with therapy, if you a psychologist, the first thing they do if something is going on with that parent in the school, Mm -hmm. I mean, going on with that kid in the school is they talk to the parents. They see what's going on. They read the parents' energy because the parents are connected to their kids. So you have to take that into account when you overall looking at this. Right. Well, I suppose that's right. I mean, that's right. But, okay, so here's the thing that I have the issue with. Now, my biggest issue about the situation is not only just the, I, I, how way Aisha went about doing the thing, which she did, but it's an unusual amount of men. It's interesting. Now, I see unusual, but it's an interesting amount of men that have come to be on her side, and I'm, I'm trying to understand why. And it's depending on the emotions that, you know, this is something that women just do. Women go through this type of thing. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing more you can say about that. It, and I hear women all the time say, you're not a woman, so you wouldn't understand that we go through that, something like that. And men have said, yeah, you know, you're right, we're men. We don't understand what we're right. But So the question I would have to ask is, do we really... Do we really, as men, understand what you know, these women are going through at this point? First, because it's going to be an answer. It's going to be a quite surprising. We we're we're humans first. Yeah. So we understand what you go through. If it's anything you're going through emotionally, men understand what you're going through emotionally. Mm-hmm. We've been through hurt. We've been through anger. Men do attention-seeking tactics all the time yeah. too. So we all got the similar energy going on. So how can you say that we don't understand you wanting I, attention? I will say that they're trying to hit more of the physical thing because here's the thing about that. Because the idea is where from Aisha Curry is coming from, from a physical standpoint, you know, as you get older through time, 
your body has to go through changes. Not everybody's going to look like a dime piece without proper maintenance and, and training every single day. All right, man, let's just cut this, man. You know what it really is, man. Okay. Aisha want a man to acknowledge her because she done had three kids yeah. and she wants somebody to say, hey, man, I still hit I was that. getting to that point, but I was trying to... I'm, I'm sorry. I just... Because we... we All right, you know what? I'm trying to be what we see about this. Like, you're not helping me. All right, fuck You know what? Let's go She in. wanted to make it look like she still look good. Mm-hmm. And she's upset that guys out there ain't thinking she looks good. Right. But we as men don't understand that from a woman's standpoint. So how the hell... Can you even say that? But this is the thing, because we actually do understand. If you skip the physicality shit, we know what y'all going through. We deal with it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's just be real about that shit. Mm-hmm. I understand that one. But I was going to go into a whole other tangent, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead before you say something I was about to go into it. No, but it's it's just that. First of all, like I said, man, it is a part of this that is very insidious. Aisha Curry is telling you that she is seeking some type of male attention. Mm-hmm. Male attention is not just, hey, let's have a walk in the park or let's go to Starbucks. Steph Curry is seeking an emotion that only a husband should give his wife. And you know what that is? Yeah. Lust. Sexual energy. See, that's what we're not talking about. So let's just talk about Aisha Curry for a minute. She's basically saying she's horny. She's basically saying that she's horny, but if you break it down energetically speaking, what she's saying is energy is energy. You want energy in order to make you feel good. Good. You know why you have orgasm when you have sex? Wow. Because the woman is giving you energy, 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 and you need that in oh, order to well, climax. Yeah. Okay. Steph Curry's wife is only going after a different type of energy that will make her ego climax. Mm-hmm. And that's what you can see. But it's so reckless. Because there's so many kids involved. And first of all, it is one of the most disrespectful things you can do to a man. If you was my woman, and I got to be honest with you. When I heard this stuff, I said to myself, if that was my girl, I don't know what might happen to my girl at that point. I'm going to have to get away for about 20 to 30 days because you've ruined my reputation. You're saying to the outside world, mm-hmm. I am not doing my job as a man to you while I'm going around with this 240 million contract, got my babies all on TV, showing them off. You know what you're making me look like? Mm-hmm. A sucker. And a woman is supposed to protect a man, especially an alpha male that is doing something dominant in the world. But what I can only see out of Aisha, she loves to cut the feet. Out of her man. Because this ain't the first time she made this type of incident. Yeah. This ain't the first time this happened. About six years ago, she had a... a, a, a I, I'm, I was trying to find a good word. Stupid ass status. Mm-hmm. Saying that all these men are looking at me in a car wash. God, knock it off. I'm married. What type of attention seeking shit is that? Look, I, I had a girl flirt with me at Taco Bell. I'm just not about to come on and talk to y'all about that shit. Unless I want you to see I'm portrayed in a different type of way. Yeah. Curry, you, might have a, you might have an issue on your hand with that one, bro. I just, it, it is, it's the level of disrespect about it. And I think that's the problem that women don't really understand because at, th- at this point, I've said the statement before over and over again. Women will sacrifice your feelings, your well-being, your emotional stability just to satisfy their egos and their emotional stability. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Throw that shit to the wolves. They don't give a fuck about... Fuck your feelings. It's more about ours. Let me ask you a question. That's what I feel like. 
What would you do if you was in Steph Curry's position right now? Ex. Now I've had this argument too. <laughs> because we've had a lot of friends, uh, our male count friends out there, our male counterparts out there. One of them, our podcast affiliate, Reggie Price, mm-hmm. has said over time and time again that if, it, if that would be me, if I was Steph Curry, by the time I got off the plane, <laughs> divorce papers would have been on the way to the house. <laughs> but what I want to know is, so why? Because I think a lot of people take this as some bull, take this as kitty, take this as no one cares. And I'm telling you, you can learn a lot of lessons from this. So let me get back to this question. Why do you feel what she said would be so, so, you would be so up in odds about it if it was just a simple, I just said what I felt and that's it. Why would you go as far as saying divorce papers? Because at this point, you've done more than just proclaim your unhappiness. In our marriage. You just demoralized me as a man by saying that I'm not doing my job at home. Whether it be satisfying you, desiring you uh, emotionally, sexually, whether I pay you enough attention. It's almost like I'm not good enough to sell your vanity. Yes. That's literally what this is. I'm not good enough to handle you when you're at your emotional lowest. I'm not able to cater to your self-esteem yes. as a man. So in your words, you're saying as a man, I'm not doing my job as the husband in my house. And not only are you saying it, but you putting the Batman signal out in the entire world uh, for every no good nigga <laughs> right. to come and not even want you, but just want to disrespect your husband because they might not like him because he is a worldwide public figure. Right. You have just put an arrow and a bullseye on your damn back so big that you are going to put the detriment of your whole damn family up because what? your ego. Because a lot of things that women talk about with this is, you don't really think that this is more than just an ego trip? Your Her ego needs to get filled. This is nothing but her ego. This is not indicative to a mental illness. This isn't that, oh, well, this is just the way I feel. No. This is the insecurity of a man that is well positioned knowing that other men ain't going to touch his girl, but you need that male satisfaction so you know you pretty. You pretty, okay? Well, he's a God-fearing man. I'm just asking you. I need you to pray for this nigga. Okay, pray for him. We got to pray for Steph Curry right now. Mm-hmm. We got to pray for Steph Curry. He's godly. Mm-hmm. He gotta get, he's probably got the weight of the world on his shoulders. He's trying to win another championship. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of a tough playoff series. And he got to go home and deal with his wife just going out, just going off on social media about why he, she ain't happy. And KD done told his calf. KD done asked to hurt his calf. Anyway, though. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of bets about to get changed. But anyway, the problem is, is that you also you demoralized him as a man. You humiliated him as a husband. Thank God you ain't didn't say anything about him being a bad father because that'd been like the triple deck. That would be the, the triple right there. And I'd be like, you know what, we're going to the courthouse uh-huh. right now. But the thing is, it's like that situation, we understand your feelings, but that situation, that's something you should have really been kept in house. Yeah. Should have discussed between you and Steph at that point. Mm-hmm. I did have one person come and tell me that he said that, how do you know that? Steph and Aisha didn't already have this conversation. And I said, if they didn't already have this conversation, then why the fuck she feel like she needed to go on social media and say it? I'll one up you on that. 
pray to God that they didn't have this conversation because if they mm-hmm. did and she felt the need that she can go public, not even the need, mm-hmm. but she had the goal to go public, then that literally tells me a lot about the Stephen Curry household and who's really wearing the pants, the Under Armour shoes right. in the relationship. She's really trying to be the head of the show in the household. And that'll actually show me who's the real alpha in that relationship. Mm-hmm. So I pray to God that they didn't have a prior conversation about this. You Well, the thing is, didn't, they, didn't she already kind of already displayed who the alpha in the household is? After that little stuff? Wow. Then she kind of already did it. And guess what? You remember when I talked about the the Riley Curry situation? She's picking up on her mother's character. Okay. So when she was all at the interview, Uh, Daddy, get out the way. uh (laughs) The brothers by Dante Chase Bridges. When she was doing that, you literally have to look at everything around that person to understand what their personality is coming from, especially Mm. a three-year-old girl. That should have been a key indicator right there that oh, there was a shift in power going right because she's taking up for more for what her mother is doing rather than what her father is doing exactly. Gotta look at and all that's of screwed it. up because I think he's the father of three women. I think he got one boy, one boy. Okay, mm-hmm. two girls, one boy. But that's still your oldest is a girl and she's gonna immediately take up at the moment. Yes, and that's rough. She already see it. That's mm-hmm. actually a very valid point. She's but. I've seen men, back to what I was saying, I've seen men saying, you know, how we know she ain't discussed that shit. I was like, well, we obviously know, and like we said before, we made our points about that. It's like, and then another man saying, they're just women. They do this shit all the time. It's not even that big a deal. Get over it. That's, Steph needs to handle his business. What? <laughs> Steph needs to handle his business? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? For what? What is he handling? What is he not doing? This has nothing to do with Stephen Curry. Uh-huh. Because, and I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I would not even want to be in a relationship, let alone a marriage, with a woman that wasn't getting behind the plan that I got for the family. Okay? Uh-huh. What this shows is, first of all, they met when they was, what, like six, 17, 18 years yeah, old? High school sweethearts, basically. Okay, so from the time they got together to the time they 30 now, 33, mm-hmm. There's a lot of maturing. There's a lot of separation of minds that happen. You see that this woman, and this is why this is so important to analyze this. Mm-hmm. Statements like that, women that are truly behind their man, they just don't make. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing that a woman don't want to do, she don't want to make her man look stupid out in these streets. Because if she do, that's not only a reflection on that man, mm-hmm. that's a reflection on the fact she's with that dude. So you got a woman that is, is careless enough, and she's been in the spotlight for a long time now, mm-hmm. to make that comment. You got to realize that this is not just a quick little issue that happened. Mm-hmm. It's insidious. It's real in that household. And don't, don't be surprised if you look up about two years from now, they're on the outs. Because situa- like how my man said, the yeah. divorce... He would have divorce papers waiting. Mm-hmm. There is a reason why you would have divorce papers. Right. Because that is one of the biggest betrayals that you can do besides sleeping with another person. Is let the entire world know that you might want to by insinuating. And people are going to say, but, but the thing that's funny about it is that men are out there defending that shit. It's not that big a deal. This is what women do. This is what, like, you take, yeah, take this too seriously. I, it's not even that important. And there's a whole bunch of other bullshit you kind of redirect to the fact that they can't admit the fact that that is an attack on a man's ego. 
it just so happened that a wife. And a lot of these guys, from single dudes to married dudes to ex-married dudes, like, I don't understand. It's almost like you make you kind of want to say, where the fuck y'all balls went? Mm. Like, for real, where did, you, did your balls fall off your body or something or what? Because it sounds like y'all ain't got the brass to go tell your woman that to her face that you out of line for what you said. You out of pocket. You completely, uh, you, 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 you committed a felony almost in this household. Yeah. And it's not so much as me trying to be the head house, the head honcho of the household. It's not a patriarchy. It's not a uh, who's the head honcho. It's not a who's the alpha in my household. This is about the respect from one mate to another if we are both running this household. You stepped on my toes. You made me look bad. The woman who's supposed to be a reflection of me and I'm a compliment of you. Right. You basically embarrassed me for absolutely no reason other than to make yourself look good. On Red Table Talk. It was so bad that even Jada Pinkett Smith tried to throw her a life and say she tried to clean it up a little bit. Right. Her and Mama Curry tried to clean that up a little bit. Oh, yeah, 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 I understand. And then I mean, like you, but you are married. Yeah, just remember, I understand that. But even that's fucked up because even Jada Pinkett Smith saw that she may have overstepped the boundary when she said what she said. Jada Pinkett been chilling with multiple uh, meat loggers. She's so open. Her and Will open swingers, so she would know what to say and what not to say in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I like people say, well, she's a swinger. Why do you think she got what's her right to say anything? Actually, that takes more of, she would know more of what to do, you know, to say. Because she has to deal with people outside of her husband in her marriage. So, of course, she would know. Mm-hmm. I would think she'd know a little bit more than what you're presuming, but this shows what we're doing on social media. But anyway, so she threw her a life preserver and it's like yeah but it's kind of like the damage has already been done mm-hmm. it's over with now it's 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 now it's embedded now the world is now realizing your marriage is kind of in a rock right because your wife just had to go off like that like what the fuck for what mm-hmm. why i don't understand that uh one other thing i feel is this is a actual step back for young black love and this is why i say this mm-hmm. now even though this is just the internet even though this is not you know life per se this is still reality for multiple multiple millions and millions if not hundreds of million young black people or young people in general because we don't look up to people on regular tv no more these type of people are the icons so these are the type of people you take cues from so this is why this is so important because my young ladies i don't want you to think this is the way that you act inside of a marriage and we we're gonna really get into this real quick okay ladies young ladies I want you to understand when you are in a marriage, you trade in that I for we. Part of the thing of trading I for we is that your plans becomes the betterment of the family. If you are making statements that go against the head of the household, you are not in alignment with that family. (coughs) And you need to have your part pulled. It needs to get pulled. It needs to be a technical file going on. And that's the thing because I feel like... Because we're now being conditioned to say that you're not supposed to be that authoritative towards a woman 
at all, let alone a woman in your household. Mm-hmm. That's almost like it's become to a point where it's kind of like you got no choice but to, we're being conditioned to grit your teeth and bear it just because that's a woman. This is what I don't understand. There, and you're absolutely right. The, the lines of gender dominance is being skewered. But listen, whether it's black, there's white. Whether it's yin, there's yang. Mm-hmm. Whether it's up, there's down. Whether it's right, there's left. Whether it's masculine, there is feminine. feminine. And this is the only dynamic that we're trying to blur the lines and say a man that has a dominant in his natural role in being masculine needs to subdue himself in order to let his woman get on top of him. I don't understand what in the law of nature the hell are y'all talking about? This is not God saying this. This is the way it is. This is the divine nature of man and woman. So when you go out of that, that's why we can talk about it. Because we all recognize something went wrong in this situation. Right. Do y'all recognize that something goes wrong? Do you know that you can't talk about your man in public because he's a reflection of you? Do you know that you represent an entire family? And if you got a feminine view or even a womanistic view saying that, no, you're your own individual. Trust me, they are leading you down hell with some gasoline Victoria's Secret panties on. And you ain't coming back. Do not try to go inside of a family with your own personal agenda. Hmm. A lot of times, if that man is an alpha, he has the agenda. And it's up to you two to blend those two together so y'all are both satisfied. But what I see is somebody with her own ulterior agenda. Mm. And she fucking up the whole family dynamic. And you got all these little people looking at it saying, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be independent when I grow up. But you're saying that you're not going to be a part of a family if you say that. So... Look at what's going on here, man. This 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 is real. And y'all think normally I'd be like, man, that's bull. Mm-hmm. This is real because this is what happens in the black relationship. Two people competing with each other, and nobody and going for competition. It always seems like it's a competition. That's why I said you sleeping with the enemy if you're in that type of situation. That's why a lot of people are up in eyes with Aisha Curry. Because they're actually projecting their feelings because they've probably been in a situation like that before. Yeah. Where they feel, I'll be honest with you. I've been in a relationship before where I knew the girl was jealous of me. And it had nothing to do with with sex or the opposite, opposite gender. Mm -hmm. What it had to do with the fact of, I had gifts. Mm -hmm. I was gifted with writing. I was gifted that I could learn at the rate that I could get a doctorate. I was gifted. And I could see the hate that she had. And I can see when I asked her to do certain things, she would literally sabotage my efforts because she didn't have the balls to tell me that, hey, I'm envious of you and I wish I could be doing what you do. And that happens all the times in relationships. It ain't all about getting pogo stick to death. That's right. why you want her. You need attention. You know, that's the reason. Remember one time, that brings up a comment. One time we had a roundtable discussion about a dude, one of my friends, Reese. And he said, you fuck around. You can fuck yourself into a two-year relationship with somebody you only was thinking about seeing the next day. That's true. That's actually <laughs> that, very true. That can happen. That's actually very That was point. Shout out to you, Reese, wherever you are. Yeah. You out in Houston, Texas doing thing. But that was a good quote. But... My thing is, it's like, you honestly ruin the dynamic. Are you nuts to say that in front of the man's mama, sister, and stepsister? Are you nuts? Because even Mama Curry tried to help her clean it up. Even I could know she had that look like. Right, let me talk to you in the kitchen real quick. <laughs> All the women come into the kitchen real quick. They're like, 
I do it, honey. All right. That should have been one of them moments. Dude. Right. It should have been one of them moments. All like, the women in Lord the family. Lord Jesus, let's go have a conversation. I praise the Lord. I love you, baby girl. But if you ever embarrass <laughs> my son like that on social media, like, yeah, yeah I will kick your little, spark, your little thick ass. Yes. I'm not playing with you. Don't ever do that ever. Like, it's no point. Women got together and said, that is something you shouldn't have never said. Yes. And I do appreciate that there are women who at least understand that they are fighting for the level of equality and the sanctity of marriage. And I appreciate that y'all are doing that. And I appreciate that y'all are trying to hold Aisha Curry to task on this situation. Because you do understand that for what you're fighting for in equality of marriage, to have the marriage, to have an equal marriage, to have a happiness presented where both sides are contributing equal to a cost. They're one of the embodiments of the perfect African-American family, almost. <laughs> I said almost. Mm-hmm. And that's like y'all looked at as role models. So for you to do some cheap shit like that, are you nuts? Why are you not appreciative of the position you are in? Yes. And not to mention the fact the motherfucker just got signed up to... Motherfucker's <laughs> got $200 million in the bank. Why the mm. fuck are you trying to fuck that up for yourself? Just you and your feelings. Mm. Which I think is actually really what the women are complaining about sometimes. They just care about the fact, like, nigga, I wish I was in that position. You need to stop being ungrateful. And what does that mean? That is a clear case of envy. Yes. That is envy. Because this is why I feel it's straight envy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, if she was really talking about getting some sex on the side, mm. do you think she would have came on social media? Hell no. Nah, she would have kept that shit on the low, low like a motherfucker. She not trying to fuck up the bag. She just would have went and got bungee jumped in. Yeah. Okay? So... <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we try to maintain that. Like, uh, yeah. bungee <laughs> jumped in. <laughs> you threw that. You, th- you threw that on the wall. Like it's gonna stick, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't damn y'all like it's gonna stick. You ever just come into conversation? Be like, hey, you just have a bungee jump in some pussy before? Yeah, did last week. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that sounds painful. But anyway, anyway, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> No, but uh, if you if you truly and just how women say that they are a little bit more they cheat better than men. I was trying to clean it up. Mm. Well, a part of cheating better than men means that you maintain your secrecy. You're being able to move in silence. Um, I truly believe that if she had that type of intention, she would be moving in silence. So, mm. Steph Curry, brother, I know you focus on the playoffs, but I'm telling you. I can see it. I read your charts. I read the energy. First of all, you are a Pisces. She's an Aries. You care much more for her than she cares about you. Now, I don't mean that in the sense she doesn't love you, but that Aries energy is straight independent. I want for myself. And your Pisces energy won't for everybody. Ooh, okay? that, so oh, one more time, repeat that one more time you just said. That Aries energy mm. is about what well, a Pisces energy is. I want for everybody, mm. and that Aries energy is about I want for myself. Oh, that that sounds like a very, very interesting thing. That that's it's gonna stick though. That's for another thing. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead, keep going. That's it right there. That's in a nutshell. So, Stephen Curry, and any man that has been in a position, he was with a woman, and he felt this woman, she low-key don't like when I, you know, people acknowledge me. For any man that has been in that situation, trust me, there is some stuff going on with that woman that you cannot fix with love. 
You cannot throw presents at that. You cannot throw gifts. You cannot throw holiday celebration, vacation trips. You cannot throw money at it. This is a thing that has been basically scarred inside of her ego, Mm -hmm. inside of her psyche, inside of her soul, where she has the need for attention and will get it by any means. And if she doesn't, it's only a matter of time before she can suppress it. But... It's also and you know there's a another point that I just wanted to bring up. There was a comment that was made I saw in one of these groups who were discussing about the situation, and one of the comments spoke of by saying, basically, Aisha Curry has hit a level of irony in a way." Because there was years ago where she was complaining about to men, why are men hitting on me? I'm in a car wash. Sorry, I'm right. married. Let it go. And of course, obviously, that was in nine years ago, and you was probably looking in her mind though she looked better at that time. There was also women who was it's kind of interesting because women were complaining about. Wait a minute, you used to clown women about being sexually provocative, oh, and you're like the queen prude. Mm-hmm. And you look down on women who did that type of thing, try to wear revealing clothes and deep Instagram posts with their ass on the sink and all that other shit. You clown women about that because you knew they were attention seeking. So now, all of a sudden, <laughs> you're attention seeking. You know what I just thought about? What? The reason why niggas weren't hollering at you is because you were revered by men. This is something that most women don't get. A lot of women only make it to the surface of, hey, I look at you sexually, and that's why I'm talking to you. Yes. Okay? You became a person because of what you said. I forgot about that. You were against a woman with that promiscuous vibe. I think that happened when uh, that woman took that picture. She was drinking out the... uh, thing and she was looking at Stephen Curry. Oh, okay. I think it was around that time. But regardless, you came out with the fact of that anti-promiscuous vibe. You weren't about that. And I remember my reaction. I felt like that is a woman that gets it. She understands that the sexiest thing that you can be mm-hmm. is unattainable. Exactly. I'm going to say it one more time. Look here, Aisha. You've been doing it right all the time because yeah. the sexiest thing that a woman can be is unattainable. Because being unattainable drives men insane. They want to say that they want to defy that completely because that's what men do. We try to be our best to be as defiant as possible about that. And the way that you dress, the way that you look, how you was about your family, you might have took it as men not coming up to you because they weren't attracted to you. But what it really was, they weren't coming up to you because not only did they respect you, but they respected the fact of the woman you are and the way you portrayed yourself to all these other little black girls. But now what you're doing is, the, I guess the after effect or your ego kicked in and you're literally reversing all of that good shit that you put into the universe. Right. You had it right. I was like, she's been corrupted for some way. What? Did, did, uh, Got corrupted, did Rihanna talk to her? Did she go to a hey, Cardi B concert? Out of this, man. Hold on. 
baby. I know it wasn't Beyonce, but was it Cardi B? Did Cardi she go it to probably Cardi was B Beyonce and Cardi B? I would just I would believe that. We got to get we got to do something. About it's like Cardi it's B. in a way it's like the thing is it's not just because men respect you, not because you're unattainable, but that also mean that they respect your husband. I mean, come on, with men, we watch sports. This is our boy Steph right. Curry. You know how many how much money he's won niggas and bets. <laughs> he obviously you would have a certain level of respect with it like that. In mm-hmm. fact, the fact he's got two championships, he's still a star point guard. He's going after three. We are men who are really big on basketball in our culture. So yeah, we got an unimaginable amount of respect for a guy like Stephen Curry. And when you see a situation like that with you and your girl Aisha, you see them together like, yo, that's Steph Curry girl. He did that. It's over with. We're not finna fuck that up. Mm-hmm. We got respect for the man, and we got respect for the man in his marriage. So why would you think that this is okay, that you want to invite that type of energy? Like, why would you want to invite that? And why would women not understand that? Like, it's funny because you want, you're complaining about that. As we speak, you're saying we should respect the fact that you're in a relationship of a certain magnitude with another person. Mm-hmm. Near now in an argument where you're saying, don't respect that. We can't respect that. We're not supposed to respect that because we need you to satisfy our ego. So please, disrespect my relationship with the significant other. Mm-hmm. I need to make sure I know I still got it. Because it's also, you know, it's blaming one thing, and it also brings one point because that's also reconfirming the fact that she's also sending a message to her husband that you can be replaceable. Also, also, ironically enough, because of course, you know, it's kind of like I'm pretty. I'm not trying to be that type of petty, but let's compare networks. Obviously, we know who makes the most in this family, Mm -hmm. but it's almost like you're telling. In Aisha's case, how dare you try to say that your husband Steph Curry is replaceable? You know you're talking about Steph Curry. You ever thought about the fact that now that she's kind of tied into his money because she got three kids with him yeah. and also she's married to him? So she probably think no matter what, I'm taking half of this on with me anyway. So do you think that Stephen Curry, well, Aisha Curry actually loves him on a level where this might not be a plan to get out the, the relationship, the marriage? Oh, I really hope that ain't. Because here's the thing, well... She's a devout Christian. I'm hoping that Christian are the biggest, biggest freaks because all they got to do is go somewhere on Sunday and ask for forgiveness. She Christian? Now I get it. That's what I was saying about that shit. So let, let's not go there with the Christianity. Oh, okay, that's so petty. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, that's so damn petty. Mm. I, I really believe that. Well, see, the thing is, like, this is the argument, and this is why I tried to tell another guy who was 11, who was, uh, who was married? He said he's about married for about well, been with this woman for about eleven years, and he said that you telling me that you wouldn't treat that as a situation as just another thing a woman say, because anytime a woman would be like some feeling some type of energy like that, I tell her just go to sleep. Usually in the bed, I go to sleep. It's not that big a deal. Okay. And I told him, I don't think you understand the magnitude of this. Because you can just have a conversation with that. With a woman in your bedroom when you're halfway going to sleep. That's a completely different level from broadcasting that shit on social media. Right. So obviously, I think you don't think we don't understand that part there. But it's just that 
why are we not able to hold this accountable? Why are we? Why is there such an argument or a combatants to try to make people who support Aisha Curry understand that this is not cool? This ain't right. Stop trying to downplay this shit. It's not exactly a good thing that that has happened. Because obviously, and this is another thing. This is also more alarming. It's actually interesting too. Because for the first time, I think in a long time, when we bring the argument of if this was a man in this position, it'd be a different story. That shit sticks now more than ever in this in this case. Yeah, I think it does now. Because now we literally can say there's a double standard. Because if a man did say that shit, women all across social media would have dog. You know, if Steph Curry would have said that shit, he would have got dragged by every woman on social media. Right. Every woman who was, who has ever tried to be with any man or respectable man like Steph Curry, who they thought was respectable, there he was gonna get dragged, especially because he's a public figure. He would have been every time an ain't shit nigga, bitch ass nigga, you ain't shit nigga, all the other niggas. <laughs> But for some reason, Aisha Curry says what she says, and we have to say, well, she's a woman. We're expecting her to be that way. It's not that big a deal. That's true. Why are we downplaying that? Why? We're downplaying it because women, and this is no fault of their own, have not been conditioned to be accountable. Um, This is just what the situation is, and I don't mean that's with no malice intent. Yeah. It's just that as grown men, whether you believe it or not, you have to be accountable whether you like it or not. We have to wear the L almost at all times. When you go into, even if you had all the intentions of being a good dad, if you go into the hospital uh, and you sign your birth certificate, you're going to be accountable for the fact that things go wrong. You're going to be paying a significant amount of money. It's just, we are we have to be accountable for life by default. In a relationship, a man can't make too many mistakes. Whereas a woman could literally throw the baby in the air and miss him while she cooking grits. Mm. And that can just be a faux pas and she'll get it right as a woman. Right. We as men can't be mistake ridden. Right. So we have just been bred to not look at women as being accountable for their actions mm-hmm. or lack thereof in the case of Aisha Curry. And that's something that if we did address and we did not have a lot of women go screaming crying because you know now they have to sit and look at themselves that could be something that could be a big thing for us especially dealing with this relationship thing because right. aisha curry going making my granddad always said this best aisha curry you hustling backwards yeah you got a good relationship and you hustling backwards right stop it like it's this it's not it's nowhere near necessary that was like we understand that she felt the way she felt and she shouldn't match that energy, but that was not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just just not the way. That wasn't cool. You wouldn't want that to happen to you. You wouldn't want that to happen to any person you know. Why would you want to publicly embarrass your significant other to make yourself feel good? Like, that is, it was unnecessary. And stop trying to say it's not a big deal. It is a, actually a significant deal if you're married to that person. Mm-hmm. Because now I can't trust you to have my best interest at heart. Yes. And that's all really, that's one of the foundations of the relationship, of a marriage. You got to have trust. Mm-hmm. If I can't trust you to do right by us, which means if anything that I do, whether it be the most important thing to the most vain thing in the world, I can't trust you to hold me down on that part, then what the fuck else am I supposed to do? Leave. And would you be able to blame me at this point? No, I would not. 
You can't blame him at this point. And it's just, it's, it's a whole mess of situation. But I think that does it for tonight. You know, I think we talked about the Aisha Curry. Mm-hmm. The Aisha Curry situation. Aisha! You are the girl I don't want to know. Apparently not. I don't want you to think I want you on the low. No, we don't. Not really. Not Aisha. You are the girl that's married. You're a cute girl. I think she got a big face. I think that's what happens. You know what? Before we really (laughs) jump off, here's a tip, ladies. If If a man has ever called you cute... That is probably the lowest way of us saying that we are not trying to have sex with you at all if we call you cute. Okay, I got another one for you. Okay. If a man says that you are a beautiful young lady. (laughs) If a man man says she's attractive. (laughs) It's the... All the most the polite words <laughs> that we use to compliment you is the most non-sexually driven shit in the world, and it's actually not good for y'all. It's not good at all. It's not good at all. So you really don't want to get called cute, cute, beautiful mm-hmm. young lady, uh-huh. and attractive. Those are the most <laughs> generic. It's kind of like you. It's like you cooking chicken where ain't no seasoning salt in that shit. It's okay? still chicken. It's still, it's still fried. chicken. It's edible, but it you ain't, ain't getting you much out of it. But that <laughs> it ain't what you want. It ain't what you want at all. And guess what? That's just also show that we ain't really fucking with you on that level. Mm-hmm. Just being absolutely real. So, man, that concludes this night of the Brothers Podcast. This is my chuckling co-host. We'd have broke the girl, the guy, the girl, girl lady. <laughs> Steven City P. Watson. Dante Chase Bridges. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. You said bungee jumping. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>